Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Randy Thompson, sitting in for Sam Shad. Today I'll be talking with the Lieutenant Governor, Stavros Anthony, coming up on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Love and luck are in the air at Carson Valley Inn. $1,000 winners guaranteed every drawing night, up to $7,500 every Saturday, and $15,000 in grand prize giveaways Friday, March 31st. It's the Love and Luck Giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R, hardware and a whole lot more. Pro Group Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, Pro Group takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Win some leprechaun loot during the $75,000 all-cash Go Green giveaways. More than 150 winners in all. Find your pot of gold with $15,000 in weekly cash giveaways guaranteed. And $25,000 in grand prize giveaways, including a $15,000 cash top prize. It's a good time to win at Tamarack Casino. When in Carson City, Nevada Newsmakers records in the conference room at the Bank Saloon. Coverage of the 2023 legislative session is brought to you by... Liberty Dental Plan, making members shine one smile at a time. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. The Regional Transportation Commission of Washoe County, your RTC, our community. NV Energy, proudly serving Nevada, providing electricity to 2.4 million electric customers. And by Nevada Builders Alliance, building a better Nevada. Is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no holds barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And we're back on Nevada Newsmakers, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be joined by our Lieutenant Governor, Stavros Anthony. So, I'm going to go over some of your job duties President of the State Senate, Chair of the Nevada Commission on Tourism, Chair of the Advisory Board on Outdoor Recreation, Chair of the Keep Nevada Working Task Force. Vice Chair of the Board of Transportation, a member of the Economic Development Committee, a member of the Executive Branch Audit Committee, and a member of Homeland Security. You're a busy guy. And there's probably some out there they haven't even told me about yet that I'm a member of. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, and it's, it's really a, a, a diverse uh, uh, areas of expertise on those commissions. So I'm actually looking forward to it. I've had my... Uh, first meeting with the uh, Nevada Department of Transportation, uh, with GOED. I have my first um, uh, chair of the uh, Tourism Commission today, and then I'll, I'll be uh, chairing the Outdoor uh, Nevada Commission uh, next week. So yeah, getting, getting settled in little by little. Getting your learning curve here? Yes. This, this is a lot of stuff. It is, it is. <laughs> and I, I've been the Lieutenant Governor for two months now, and uh, they're gonna keep me pretty busy, but it's, it's, I love serving the state of Nevada. 
So let's start with that. So you're a former uh, cop. Thank you very much for your service of, Thank what, you. 30 years with Las Vegas Metro? Yeah, I did 29 years okay. with the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, uh, retired as a captain. Uh, I probably would have done 30 years, but I won the, uh, uh, the ward for Las Vegas City Council seat, so I had to retire when I did that. So that's why it's 29 years, but had a wonderful career. Loved every minute of it. It was, uh, it was, it was great to work to keep uh, you know, Southern Nevada safe. And you were a captain at the same time that Joe Lombardo was one, right? Yeah, actually we were. We were, uh, we were captains together. He had a, a, a bureau. I had a bureau. We knew each other uh, at Metro. And then, uh, I had, like I said, I went to the Las Vegas City Council, um, did 13 years there. He rose to the rank of sheriff, uh, did, did a couple of terms as sheriff. and. Uh, now we're both the governor and lieutenant governor. We have two retired cops uh, representing the state of Nevada, so I think we're in pretty good shape. I think we are, too. Yeah. It's the first time we've ever had, had two cops like that, right? Yes, I think it's <clears throat> probably the first time in the, in the country that mm -hmm. we've had something like this. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people say career politician, and I look at it and say career public servant. How do you look at what you do? Well, um, I, I'm a public servant. That's what I've done for the last 42 years, whether it's... Uh, you know, serving uh, on, on the Las Vegas Police Department or whether uh, uh, helping with higher education when I was a Board of Regent or, or, you know, local government. I absolutely love local government, but it's not really, uh, I mean, it, they're elect, it's, they're, some of them are elected office as well as Lieutenant Governor, but it's really, you know, it's, it's the mindset that um, that's what I know how to do. I know how to uh, uh, serve the community. I know how to help people. People have my cell phone. They call me up personally and let me know there's a issue in their neighborhood. And, you know, that's really what you do as a police officer. Most of the time you're solving problems. You're not really, uh, you're arresting people, you're doing investigations, but most of the time you're in a community solving problems with the rest of the community to make life better for people. And that's what I've been doing for 42 years, and uh, I'll continue to do that. No, I think it's, I, I, I appreciate anybody's, I mean, I've run for office four times, so I know what it takes to run, but I appreciate anybody that's willing to do it. Yeah. So you've been up in Nevada for two months, and I think you've probably seen the sunshine maybe once or twice a day. Um, so let's start with outdoor recreation. It's a 50, it's a $5 billion business in Nevada that employs over 50,000 Nevadans. And that's part of the reason why the legislature created uh, last year the Nevada Division of Outdoor Recreation. Um, and I had James Settlemeyer on here last uh, week. We talked about why it's under conservation and not under tourism. That was kind of the battle. But what are you learning about Nevada's outdoor recreation that was maybe interesting or surprising? Well, the, the most surprising is what you just said. I didn't realize it was a $5 billion industry that it employed that many people just for outdoor recreation. I mean, that's massive. That's a big part of our um, economy. And uh, uh, as the chair of the uh, Outdoor uh, Recreation Commission, I'm gonna take that very seriously and I'm gonna work with a uh, great group of people. My vice chair is Amy Berry, who uh, lives up in Lake Tahoe. Uh, very much into Tahoe out Fund. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Very mm -hmm. much into outdoor recreation. So we're gonna step it up a uh, level. Um, in the past, uh, the, the commission really didn't meet that often, maybe once a year. We're going to start meeting more often. We're going to get engaged more often. We're going to spend time not only in southern Nevada, but in northern Nevada, and very particular in the rurals. Because mm -hmm. southern Nevada and northern Nevada kind of have a, a robust outdoor recreation industry already, but we want to help the rural areas. So we're going to be all over the state of Nevada, and we're really going to step it up quite a bit. 
Well, I think what COVID taught us is the importance of the outdoors and the importance of recreation right. when you can't get stay indoors. Right. Yeah, so it really is important. Yeah. So the president is coming, uh, <coughs> President Biden is coming to Las Vegas on March 14th to actually designate a national monument. Um, that's that's kind of big. It is, and it's just going gonna, gonna to give more opportunities for people to, uh, to not only uh, our Nevada residents to, to go to another monument and have outdoor recreation, but to bring people in from all over the country and really all over the world. I mean, we're going to, uh, once this happens, we're going to advertise it. We're going to make sure people know what exactly is occurring there, what the outdoor recreation uh, opportunities are. And uh, we're going to get people from all, like I said, all over the world to come here and have a great time, uh, outdoor recreation, but to make sure they spend their money here and uh, really uh, start working to increase that five billion to another billion maybe. Yep, so um, when I was in Washington uh, back in the 80s, <clears throat> I was at the Department of Interior and I worked to help create the Great Basin National Park and that was under Senator Laxalt and it was sort of Ronald Reagan's gift to Senator Laxalt when he was retiring is to create a national park and it's a fascinating national park. I don't know if you've had time to be out there, but Baker, Nevada and uh, the Great Basin National Park has some of the oldest bristlecone pines, but it also has um, a, 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 the caves that are just amazing caves. So um, it's interesting to see that, that you wouldn't think of Nevada as having these national monuments, national parks, but we've got incredible um, architecture that it's out, in, out, out in, the, in the wilderness. It's just really cool to look at. Yeah, and it's really gonna be uh, my job um, uh, as Lieutenant Governor and the Chair of the Outdoor Recreation Commission to, to get people to know about Great Basin mm -hmm. Park, to get people to know about this new park and, and to let, make sure people know about all the outdoor recreation activities. Uh, you know, people know about Red Rock, you know, yeah. they know about Valley of Fire, but there's so many other places they can go to. And I didn't know the history behind uh, Great Basin. That's, uh, that is interesting. Um, and uh, so that's going to be my job to make sure people uh, know what's available in the state of Nevada. Oh, that's great. Well, we're going to be talking about small business, and we'll do that right after this. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevada's. We thank you because trucks move America forward. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. 
What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And we're back on Nevada Newsmakers with Lieutenant Governor Stavros Anthony. So as you know, I was the um, NFIB state director for 12 years, so small business is near and dear to my heart. And I actually spoke in favor of creating the Small Business Advocacy Office that's under your direction now. Um, and it, it, it hasn't been around for a while, so I don't think it's really had a chance to get some traction. And I know you're actually going to the legislature trying to make it permanent. Um, and I've talked to Sarah in your office, who's fabulous. Um, and I think you guys have some really cool goals for the office. Um, one is, is creating a website that really could be a good portal that connects people to small businesses or small business owners to the state legislature, I mean, sorry, to the state um, offices and like SSBCI program and stuff. So what are you kind of looking at for that office? What do you want to see with that office? Well, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, uh, when it was created, um, it, which was a good idea, it was a bi bipartisan legislation. It was created, but they didn't fund it, and they had it sunset in two years. So it was kind of an office that was, uh, you know, it was out there, but people didn't know if it was going to stick around or what mm -hmm. it was going to do. So it kind of floundered a little bit, you know? Okay. But um, uh, it's a great office. We got a new sheriff in town. Um, I'm supporting it 100%. Uh, Sarah Johnson is a new director. She is uh, dynamite when it comes to supporting small businesses. And really, uh, this office really does two things. Number one, it, it really focuses on somebody like you and your husband who wake up one day and say, hey, we want to open up a small business. We got an idea, but I have no idea what the licensing requirements are. Do I go to the state? Do I go to a local government? Uh, you know, which local government? So you would call our office and say, hey, can you help me with this? And we'll take care of it for you. We'll guide you exactly where you need to go to take care of all your licensing requirements, fees, any regulations, so you don't have to flounder around looking for this stuff all over the place. We'll take care of it for you. And that'll, that'll probably uh, you know, take, take weeks off of the time it takes for you to open up a business to put people to work so you can start making money. And so it's really focused on small, small businesses. And then the second part of that is, you know, when, when, when Sarah and her team are helping these folks, if they find a regulation that is sitting there going, why, why is that there? What is that doing there? Or a licensing fee that is just ridiculous how much it costs, we're going to be the advocates. We're going to go to, to that particular local government. We're going to go to the state. We'll go to the governor's office. We'll go to a particular department and say, hey, we need to get rid of this. We don't need this regulation anymore. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll support legislation to get rid of fees that are really unnecessary. So that's really the two things um, that, that we're going to focus on. And you know, we're going to help uh, minority businesses, uh, women that are trying to open up businesses, because it, it, there's no reason that they should take weeks and maybe months trying to figure out what are the, the state and local and even federal regulations. We're going to, and there's nobody really doing that. Mm. There's nobody uh, anywhere in the state of Nevada where you can go. You can go to a department and ask them if they need something or go over here and ask them, but have a central place where people know 
what the regulations and fees are, that's going to be absolutely astronomical for small businesses trying to navigate and get up and running. Well, I, so I know, I was talking to my hairdresser recently. He has to have a cosmetology license. He has to have a salon license. And then he has to have a Nevada State business license. So there's three revenue streams coming just from the state. Now, while his, you know, his salon license goes to the cosmetology board and his cosmetology license goes to the cosmetology board, it seems kind of redundant that we're asking these small businesses to be registered with the state and pay a tax or a fee as well as you know all the other things they have to do. So it's nice to have somebody in there looking at those things going, that kind of seems unfair. Right. It really is, so it is. good to have that. I know yeah. we've been having, as you know, Steve and I own a, a small business, and we've been having an issue with our MBT tax. We don't pay it because we're below the threshold, but our company submitted t two payrolls at, um, for a quarter to, to the taxation, and now taxation is coming at us and saying, you owe us, you owe us, you owe us. It'd be nice to, I could call Sarah and go, could the lieutenant, off, lieutenant governor's office call taxation and help me? So that's where I think you guys could really be helpful. Absolutely, and you're right, there, there are redundancies in licensing and fee yeah. requirements, so uh, when the, the director of this office comes across that, then she's gonna call me and say, hey, we need to get rid of this fee, it's unnecessary, it's, mm -hmm. it's causing, it's just, it's, it's, it's not right. And it'll be my job to go out there and advocate to get rid of it, whether it's Great. through a, an executive order through the governor or we have to go through the legislature or even on a local level, um, do they have to get a license there? So uh, I think this office is gonna have a, a huge impact on uh, helping small businesses, you know, 10 employees uh, to get up and running because the longer that takes, the longer it is for these people to get to work and start making money and supporting their families. And you help those businesses grow, those 10 employees become 20. I mean, that's right. really, every every business started small. Yeah, so, it, so it's uh, it's uh, Senate Bill 24. Okay. Uh, if you're watching this and, and you like the Office of Small Business Advocacy, please call your legislator and, and let them know that you support uh, Senate Bill 24 and we have been getting quite a bit of uh, support from the Chamber of Commerces uh, all over the state of Nevada because they, they understand it's going to help their members and it's probably going to and I'm pretty confident it's going to grow their members because more small businesses are going to open and they're going to want to join chambers uh, to get the support they need from from those organizations that we don't actually get involved in. Mm -hmm. No, that's yeah. great. Um, so I appreciate that. We're all behind small business. Thank you, absolutely. <laughs> so transportation is another area that you're focused on. Um, as you know, coming down to Washoe Valley today, it was rather uh, a whiteout and snowing. Um, but more than anything, we're a growing state and we've got growing issues. Um, I-15 down in Vegas, 395 North in Reno. And there seems to be a competition, there obviously is always a competition for funding um, on, on highways. So what are you hearing at, at how to get funding allocated? Because um, we, you know, the North is always jealous of the South and you're from the South, but how do we, how do you kind of look at how that is going to be allocated and fair to both, both as well as rural Nevada? I mean, right. obviously keeping up with the highways out in the rural areas. Well, as you mentioned, um, I'm on the uh, Transportation Commission. Governor Lombardo's the chair and I'm the vice chair and we've already spoken and, and we, we understand there's a limited number of dollars out there and we have to make sure we allocate them correctly, but we're, even though we're, we both live in Southern Nevada, we are gonna be taking a look at the needs in Northern Nevada. We're gonna take a look at the needs in the rural areas. I'd like to increase in the rural areas um, a, a more passing lanes, because a lot of the transportation is just two lanes. Mm -hmm. So we need to put in more passing lanes to reduce the number of accidents that are occurring. So those are the things that we're looking at. I-80 um, uh, along Sparks going uh, uh, 
out to the uh, tech center. We need to do some work out there. So well, we, we understand there's transportation needs all over the state of Nevada and, and uh, we're gonna focus on where those are, not just in Southern Nevada, but all over the state. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah. We've got a lot of, tra I mean, it's just a growing state, bottom yeah. line, it's just growing. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real. It's growing. And it needs your help. Go online to CarsonCityGreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And we're back on Nevada Newsmakers with Lieutenant Governor Stavros Anthony. So let's talk economic development, another one of the boards you sit on. Um, so recently the GoEd board approved um, $330 million in abatement for Tesla. It really kind of impacts Story County the most, right? Oh, uh, actually, it impacts uh, pretty much uh, northern Nevada because because okay. uh, of the uh, you know it's going to create three thousand jobs all over northern Nevada. It's going to it's going to create um, millions of dollars uh, in, in economic investment. Actually, it's three point six billion dollars that they're going to be spending, mm -hmm. and they're getting uh, three hundred thirty million dollars in abatements. So, uh, the one thing to understand about GOAD, which is the Governor's Office of Economic Development, their primary mission. Is to uh, is to deal with abatement. So if a company wants to come to Nevada, and uh, they want to set up here, uh, they can apply for abatements. It's Nevada state law that that uh, uh, created these abatements. So there's a certain checklist that you go through. If the company meets the checklist, they uh, uh, then then they are uh, they can be approved for abatement. So that's when they would come to the GoEd board, which I uh, sit on, and. Uh, uh, we, uh, we grant them the abatement. So Tesla was kind of the big news because it was a big deal and it was a lot of money. But um, go ahead, the GoEd board has approved around 450 uh, abatement projects mm -hmm. and 80% of those were companies under 250 employees. So it's, it's, um, 
it's primarily these mid-level companies that are coming here that are asking for abatements. And those aren't huge amounts of money, but it's enough for them to get attracted to Nevada and open up in Nevada. So we're going to continue doing those. Uh, I think the abatements are great because we're not giving a check to anybody. We're not pulling out a checkbook and writing a taxpayer dollar check to anyone. This is, uh, these are abatements over 10 years and some of them are over 20 years and the investment is unbelievable. For every dollar of abatement, we probably get $50 back in economic development. Mm -hmm. um, the, the one thing it does though is like for the example, the Tesla issue, it does create these other issues that we need to deal with like traffic and housing and workforce yeah. development and we've committed we talked about all those things at the last board meeting where we uh, approved Tesla abatements, and uh, we, we are working on all those, so making sure I-80 is a safer place to drive a car and those sorts of things. So uh, these tangential issues that come up, we're, we're working with local governments and the state to make sure we, we take care of it. But Tesla was such a game changer up here. I mean, I, I personally testified against it when it, back in 2011, but I've seen the error of my ways that it really did change Northern Nevada. Yeah. Thus that we're talking about a recession, but it would, if it happens, we're, Northern Nevada is probably in a lot better position than even Southern Nevada. Right. So obviously Southern Nevada needs to be, I, I know that's a big emphasis now is to diversify its economy. I know there's Apex down there. Are there some other opportunities you think in Southern Nevada for a big industrial manufacturing? Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought up Apex because that's the new one. Uh, it took a long time to get the infrastructure out to Apex, which is kind of on the north, the north end of Clark County. Um, it just no, there was no reason to put in the sewer system and electricity and the natural gas and all those utilities. But now they're going in, and I believe there's going to be some massive opportunities for companies that want to come uh, to Southern Nevada and open up business in Apex because the infrastructure is already there now. They don't have to worry about putting that in. Uh, but, you know, the people hear about Tesla, and I guarantee you there's going to be some multi-billion dollar companies that are going to take a look at that and say, hey, we want to come to Nevada. We like their tax structure. We like these abatements. Um, this is going to cause other companies to come here, not only big Tesla companies, but smaller companies, like I said, are, are going to want to come to Nevada because it's good economic sense for them to not build in California and to come to Nevada and open up. I and mean, it's going to be great for our economy because it's going to, as you said, it's going to diversify the economy. Tourism is always going to be our number one industry, mm -hmm. uh, but we need to attract other businesses to come here. Yep. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your service to our state. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, absolutely. Thanks right. for having me. You bet. We'll be back right after this. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel always at the cutting edge of progress. 
When in Carson City, Nevada Newsmakers records in the conference room at the Bank Saloon. Coverage of the 2023 legislative session is brought to you by Liberty Dental Plan, making members shine one smile at a time. Pro Group Management, workers comp that works for you. The Regional Transportation Commission of Washoe County, your RTC, our community. NV Energy, proudly serving Nevada, providing electricity to 2.4 million electric customers. And by Nevada Builders Alliance, building a better Nevada. Thank you for watching and listening. You can watch us anytime at nevadanewsmakers.com. Thanks again.